0: Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the excellent podcast. This is the show where we break down every single episode of Regular Show. I am your co-host Jason, and I'm with your other co-host Josh. How are you doing today, Josh? I'm very
1: tired. My legs hurt.
0: Why do your legs hurt?
1: I've been standing for the past couple of days.
0: Yeah, I felt I mean, that.
1: I've, I mean, we stand all the time, but still, like standing for long periods of hours. What? So- that's how tired I mean. you are, yeah yep.
0: do you do you have one of those jobs where you just stand the entire time?
1: yeah, I mean I can lean, but that doesn't help anyways,
0: yeah, I have a job where I'm standing up pretty much no, I am standing up the entire time the only time I'm sitting is break, and uh-huh. i I could also lean like I could like maybe like lean in front of the counter that I'm at, but not really yeah exactly
1: yeah. like it doesn't feel as comfortable as like sitting down would be,
0: yeah um so, I was on the phone with my mom literally like five, eight minutes before this, and she just gave me some crazy news. What? Um, at the end of May of this year, we are moving to Chicago. What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> she, Wait, she... so...
0: Yeah, so the, the house that, or the apartment that you and the Schwam Squad went to, we're going to be moving out. Ah. Yeah, so I'm no longer going to be living underneath the staircase like Harry Potter, um, oh yeah so to the listeners that sounded very out of context I quite literally live underneath my staircase he it, was, makes
1: it very homey
0: yeah so well I'm at college right now so i'm I'm away at my dorm so I'm not living there right now um but when we moved into this apartment it was either that or I had to share a room with my sister and both of us like are spend a lot of time online I guess and I do things like this, where I have to talk, and I do, I'm do. i on Discord, and I record videos and stuff. So I was like, and, and I don't know, I'm just generally not even that. I just didn't want to share a room with anyone. So Honestly? I, I went that. Under, Yeah, so I went underneath my staircase, and I put a mattress in. I, you'd be surprised what fits underneath the staircase. Um, I fit a mattress in there, and I was able to fit my entire gaming setup.
1: Dude, again, if you've seen pictures, it looks small, but it's somehow very roomy in there.
0: You know what? I I could post a picture onto our Twitter. It is at pod, and you, you'll you see a picture of my little room underneath the staircase. It's pretty homey under there. Uh, the first episode we actually recorded was recorded underneath there, and then everything after that was recorded where I am now in my dorm.
1: Hmm. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I thought okay, whatever. Moving on. Yeah,
0: we um also speaking of Twitter, Josh, we had some crazy stuff happening over on our Twitter, didn't we? We
1: we had a lot in the past. When did we make the Twitter? Like almost a week? No, 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 two weeks. No? Like
0: yeah, I, I'd say like two-ish weeks ago, one and a half weeks ago. Yeah, Something yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. So oh yeah, we we rec- created our Twitter on. Oh, it's actually longer than I thought. We created it on February 17th.
1: Oh. So... Uh, Days are just flying by. Yep. So, like, three weeks, about.
0: Right. So, I took to the r slash regular show subreddit, promoting on Twitter, and we had some people, like, uh, come over and give us a follow. And then I I started to just, like, advertise a little bit more, and I followed, like, the regular show cast members like Mark Hamill, Sam Marin, J.G. Quintel, and William Salyers, right? Uh-huh. And And then one time I I tweeted out... Uh, hold on, I'm actually pulling it up right now. Where is it? Oh, I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah, so I followed William Salyers, who is if you don't know who that is, that is the voice of Rigby in regular show. And he followed us back on Twitter. That's like the biggest thing ever. We of are... All time. Yeah, we've only been a podcast for only like like a month and a half or something like that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And we've gotten a follow from the one and only Rigby, which is crazy. I was like super excited when I saw that. When I got the notification, I was like, this can't be real. And I went to his profile and I was like, holy shit, it is.
1: And then like since then, I think we gained how many followers since um, then?
0: We um right now we are at twenty three followers and before that we were at like like eight or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, fucking... <laughs> yeah, s- slow and steady mm. wins the race. Am I right? But this this, this yeah. definitely helped us. And um I also yeah, and when we posted our last episode, free cake, uh so every single time we post a I like we upload a new episode. Onto Spotify and all our streaming platforms, we usually send out a tweet being like, "Hey, just letting you know, like, our next episode is out." So I said, "Our breakdown for free cake is out." Thank you to everyone who followed us today. We appreciate the support. And William Saliers also retweeted it, which is also pretty cool.
1: Hmm. Also, you know what? Uh, didn't we say that we should do just like a separate episode with just him?
0: We were thinking, would it what would are we be pretty about cool. That? William Sellers, if you are listening right now, first of all, thank you so much to everything you've brought to the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you you've really been such a big help, and we're honored to be making a podcast around the amazing regular show. Um, but me and Josh were thinking, hey, if you were open to having a little interview and hopping on our show, like, by all means, and that, that would be amazing. And uh, we were thinking that maybe we could, like, ask you some questions about, like, your experience on the show and, like, everything that it did for you, and...
1: Maybe even stuff outside of it, like, because I know he was, what, Dr. Octopus in a Spider-Man game?
0: Yes, in uh, Miles Morales, and I believe the, the first one, too, like, on yeah, PlayStation yeah. And stuff. So, yeah, we, maybe we could talk about, like, not only regular show, but other things that you've worked on since then. Uh-huh. Uh, the funny thing is, I was watching iCarly on Netflix, and I was watching um, the Spaghetti Taco episode, and I was like, that one guest character looks a little familiar, and then I realized it was Will and Selliers. <laughs> really? Yeah, he wait, wait, a Wait, wait, what's
1: he, see, uh, season and episode?
0: What? Oh, uh, you mean iCarly? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, the, the, one that you saw, the one that you saw him on, because I'm also watching
0: it. I don't know the exact uh, like number, but it's the mm-hmm. episode where... They had, like, Ricky Flame, and they had the, the Chef Contest. Oh, uh, dude,
1: you are way ahead of
0: me. Actually, I'm kind of jumping around episodes. I was re-watching the first season, and I'm like, I thought to myself, these aren't that good. So I kind of went forward, and they're, they have better episodes later on.
1: Well, me and my girlfriend are watching it, like, in or- or release order.
0: Yeah, it's good. Well, I mean, because I sat down and I watched the pilot episode... Mm-hmm. not gonna lie the writing for like the early early episodes are not that good i
1: i laughed but i cringe at the same time because of the time that's a different story yeah. but more of the story yeah it it's cringy and cheesy yes
0: um but anyways but uh once again thank you so much to all the support that you guys have been showing us again our twitter is at excellent pod if you listen to our podcast regularly but you're not following our Twitter, you are missing out on quite a bit. Because I mean, I'd say so myself with everything that's happened.
1: You are missing out on fan art. Amazing fan art.
0: Yes. Which is super cool. So, yeah. Uh, link will be in the description of wherever you're listening to. Listening from, rather.
1: <laughs> listening listening to, listening from. You haven't mentioned, like... Because this only... Where do you re- where do we release these again? Like, cause I know Spotify is one of them.
0: Yeah. So pulling up our link tree, you could find the excellent podcasts on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Anchor, and Pocket Casts. Holy shit,
1: dude! That's a- okay. I didn't think that was that much. on my.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ho- hopefully, we could get on Stitcher one day, which is like the the main home for all podcasts. True. So, uh, why don't we get into the episode though?
1: Yeah, we should. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh.
0: real quick, I feel like that we're both tired and we're kind of monotone right now.
1: Don't worry, so. I will, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <I> mean, let, <laughs> let's ham it up
0: a little, because this is exciting. We exciting. This is our first episode after Rigby followed us, so let's make it exciting. I know, I gotta, I gotta. Oh, Jesus Christ, come on, man, I gotta stretch. I, Ooh, I was like, wait. what the hell are you doing right now? I'm doing Stretching. This. You know what I'm doing? I'm doing that. Oh, shit. Dude,
1: come on, it's a Wednesday.
0: I, it's been a long... Oh, hey, you can't it's see me. You, you don't even know what I'm drinking right now. Drinking some Miller Lite or Coca-Cola. Let's just say, you remember when we made that note about the special entertainment and what they were drinking? <laughs> so, in other words, you are correct. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. I, I woke up at 5 a.m. today. I am I just need to chill.
1: Okay, that's fair enough. I need to, like... Because, like... My- Dude, my thighs are killing me.
0: I mean, yeah, cause you've been standing. Yeah, uh,
1: I've been standing. Dude, I work out every morning.
0: Hold on, you need you need to be doing stretches, which I'm pretty sure you are.
1: I uh, I am doing. I did, yeah.
0: Before and after your workout.
1: Um, I stretch my arms, but not my legs. You gotta and yet, stre- I do work on legs.
0: You have to, bro. You gotta. If you're working <gasps> oh, on your legs, hand. that's what you have to stretch out. Oh, my hammies. I don't want to throw out your Hammies. Ham- Alright, ah. so today we are going to be watching Season 1, Episode 6. Yeah, this is Episode 6, and it is... Yeah. Ca- what is it called, Josh? It is
1: called Meet Your Maker. Meet Your which Maker. Which I think that that's a great title for an episode.
0: It's it's fun. It's, it's, it's a fun episode.
1: I give it a round of applause.
0: Yes, so before we go in, what were your initial thoughts like going into the episode?
1: As soon as I saw the title... It, I the episode suddenly like clicked back to me. I'm like, oh, I remember this.
0: I remember watching this episode when I was little. I thought it was it was pretty funny, and it, exactly. it's got some like weird cartoon elements to it.
1: I mean, yeah, but you know what? We'll talk more about uh, how we feel about the episode during lunchtime.
0: During lunchtime, all right. Let's get into it. Oh wait! Oh, my controller died. Start over. <laughs> God damn it.
1: You watch Hulu on your Xbox?
0: Um, I watch Hulu on my Xbox and my PlayStation. Well, I mean, I have two gigantic monitors in front of me, and one, oh, and one of them is, like, a like a full-size living room TV, so.
1: But you're, do- okay. Yeah,
0: it, 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 make, it makes sense when you see my room, you know.
1: I did see your room. The last time I went there, you had, like, two mini monitors.
0: No, no, I have a bigger monitor now.
1: Well, that's how, that's how, uh, that's how, like, lost, or that's how long it's been since I've been in your room.
0: Well, we've got to change that, Josh. Mm-hmm. I, I probably, hey, it's, it's getting warmer out. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's start. All right, so we open the episode, and once again, we're hearing the chirps and birds, like the last one, like most of them. And then we open... In the house to see Benson pops and skips getting ready for the annual barbecue pops is making pies skips is making chili and what does Benson bring to the barbecue
1: Benson went online and bought everyone premium deluxe hot dogs which he which he did pay like, what overnight expense or overnight delivery
0: yeah, he paid over uh, overnight shipping. He got them online, and so apparently these hot dogs are supposed to be like super good. They're like premium grade A. So the first thing,
1: or the first two things that I wrote down mm-hmm. was one, Benson finally putting on his shirt, con- thus confirming that he is naked. Okay. <laughs> Second, when uh Skips tells Benson to or asks Benson like where the hot dogs are and put them on the grill, his voice doesn't really match the expression on his face.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Exactly. I had to go back for a few seconds. Okay. Just to see that.
0: So apparently, like, the face that he's making doesn't really, like, match to what he's saying, then?
1: Yeah, so, like, imagine you saying, like, you're questioning someone, like, hey, where is this? Like, your eyebrows sort of, like, uh flare up a little your the tone of your voice you know raises
0: that's true to, yeah
1: exactly but when skip says it his face is dead as stone like it's just still
0: that's funny <laughs> i yeah um also i had a scene about um the line that he was saying um that same line that you were talking about so Hmm. Yeah, so Skips asks Benson, like, so where are the hot dogs that, like, that throw those puppies on the grill? And then Benson says, uh, eh, I give them to Rigby. And then Skips is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, the note that I had about that is Skips is obviously surprised that Benson trusts Rigby with something like this, and so is the audience watching, of course, most likely, you know?
1: Most Yeah, most likely, because it, it's been, what, for the past five episodes, you would learn by now that... If you trust Mordecai or Rigby with anything, you there's bound to some something's bound to happen.
0: Because Mordecai and Rigby have not given Benson one reason to trust them. So obviously Skips and, and the audience would be like, Really? You mm. you, you gave them to Rigby? Like I, I would kinda understand giving them to Mordecai, but Rigby, what?
1: Also here's a here's a side question. Okay. Uh Skips is making his chili, right? Mm-hmm. Are you curious to know what Skips' chili is like?
0: Mm, so, there was a later later episode where Benson is like in a chili cook-off, but ch- uh, Skips' chili, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how good Skips can make chili.
1: What about Pops' pies?
0: Oh, well, we know from the pie episode that Pops makes the best pies ever, so yeah, I'd want to try those too. All right. And I'd also want to try the premium grade A hot dogs. Obviously, the, the real ones and not the crazy ones. Oh, grade A
1: hot dogs. You can never get them anywhere else.
0: Those seem good. Um, Those seem so, really good. So then Pops asks Benson, oh, like, are Mordecai and Rigby going to grill them? And then Benson's like, no, I, I told them to specifically not grill them.
1: Then we cut to Mordecai and Rigby. Uh... Or Rigby telling Mordecai, hey, Benson actually told me to grill these.
0: This is another example of that humor where, like, the next scene tells the opposite. Where, um, where Benson's like, oh, no, 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 I specifically told Rigby to not grill them. Next scene, Rigby. Oh, hey, let's grill them. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, let's grill them. Are you sure? It's like, no, 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 Benson totally said to grill them.
1: Ah, God, Rigby, You, you fool. You fool. So then Mordecai reads out uh, the hot dog packaging and then describes, he's like, Oh, these are like luxury hot dogs. So then Mordecai goes to light the grill, but then Rigby's like, Oh, I know how to light it. So he grabs liquid fluid, but uses too much and lights the hot dogs on fire, thus exploding
0: the grill. Pause. Okay, so first of all, the way Mordecai just ripped open the packaging and dumped all the hot dogs on there, is a terrible way to cook hot dogs
1: yeah you're supposed to like handle them with care
0: you have to line them up but this time he just put it in a pile and also those Uh, those seem like way too many hot dogs for how many were in the package
1: oh yeah definitely yeah just a little detail what wasn't it what, what did it look like it had like what 12 or something in there no not even 12 eight maybe
0: yeah something like that but it, it
1: definitely looked more like it looked more than that
0: yeah and also when rigby like dumps all the lighter fluid on there he puts it right directly on the hot dog rather oh than the my coal God. you're he just poisoned oh. all of those hot dogs
1: See, like, the the little OCD inside me, I think it's called OCD, or the little, like, nitpicky part of me.
0: That wouldn't be OCD, but, yeah, I get what you... Well,
1: I, I know, I know, but, wait, what's it
0: called? No, the, the part where, it, I mean, well, common sense is what it's called. It's like, you don't pour oh, yeah. lighter fluid onto actual food. Um, well,
1: yeah, but I'm talking about, like, dumping the hot dogs on the grill, like, why oh, would okay. you do that?
0: Yeah, true. Um... So, I don't know. There's so many things wrong with the scene. And another thing that I wrote down is that, so, Mordecai was looking down at the coals, being like, how do I, like, light this? Like, how do I get, like, a flame to start? And then Rigby pours the lighter fluid, and then flames start just right away. Um, From what I know, that's not how it works. You 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 pour the lighter fluid there, but it's not until it catches fire do you put fire on it, you know?
1: Oh, do you know what? Ooh. You know what I mean? Do, yeah, but do you use, here's a question, do you use a propane grill, or do you prefer more of the coal grill?
0: Um, My dad, whenever I grill with my dad, we've always used propane. True.
1: Yeah. I'd, I'd use propane too, but I'm interested, I think, no, the last time I ever lit a fire was when I was... You know, having some beverages with Jacob. Nice. And we lit lit a fire using wood.
0: Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it was fun. So Rigby grabs the the tablecloth and puts it over the fire like a fire blanket. It burns away. It doesn't work. Um, So then Mordecai takes control of the grill and starts running towards... Pause. Mm -hmm. He starts running towards the bridge. And in the wide shot, it is a wooden bridge. But then when they get to the bridge, it's cement.
1: No, Yeah. wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, I'm on the timeline right now, I'm looking, Yes. Yeah, so oh my god, I can see it. Right,
0: at 140, it's wooden, at 142, it's it's cement.
1: Wait, what, how would, no, I'm just dumb, and I don't know constructions, like, because I was thinking, like, how could there be a stone bridge? And then I realized, oh wait, people can actually, there's actual stone bridges in the world, Josh. <laughs> was... Wow. Do you, which one do you think looks better in a park a um, stone bridge or a wood bridge
0: in a park probably stone especially when so, it has the detail that it has right here yeah what's I, I what's up
1: no i was gonna say like well i know a lot of places namely the area that i used to live in there were uh, a lot of wood bridges I mean, so, I mean I'm kinda used to that, but so I can see the appeal to stone bridges.
0: Well it's it's really all like how it looks really. So I, I guess like I'm I'm not saying that you can't make wooden bridges like not like work in a park. Like they can go in a park, yeah, yeah. but may- maybe if I saw like a detailed wooden bridge in a regular show, mm-hmm. that'd be a fair like judgment.
1: Hmm. us this oh my god, this park is way too big.
0: This park like, is ska- yeah, it's bougie. It's
1: humongous. To, to have a park that has a river flowing through it,
0: could it be fake, actually? So, Kay. I mean, it's common cartoons, and especially a regular show, where you see many different scenes of, uh-huh. like, different parts of the park, but you, yeah. with all the scenes, there's no way you could actually, like, put together, like, a organized model of the park. Uh-huh. Um, and I had a note about that later on with something else that we'll get to. So
1: then the grill submerges back up to the river or back up to the water, showing that the hot dog burnt hot dog's floating away.
0: After Mordecai threw it in. Yep.
1: Yeah, after Mordecai threw it in and then Rigby saying, Oh, so that's why Benson told me not to throw it or not to grill the <laughs> not to grill the hot dogs. Then Mordecai's in disbelief saying, What? I thought you said he did. The this then making Mordecai uh do the famous little arm hand motion. That uh, I think we've all done to everyone at least once in our life.
0: Oh yeah, everyone who knows like this episode and knows the show knows what you're talking about right now. So what does exactly. Mordecai do?
1: Uh, Mordecai slowly crosses his arms and tells Rigby straight to his face, straight to his eye sockets, <laughs> and says,
0: You ticked me off. You pissed me off. Funny thing about that line is that it was originally "you pissed me off." Pissed me. And I remember that. Yes, I remember watching that when I was little. That it was "you pissed me off," and I know that it was "you pissed me off" because I said it all around school whenever someone made me mad. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that you and I like jokingly said it to each other at the lunch table you sometimes. Pissed me off. Um, yeah, I did. I but don't remember. it was changed to "ticked me off," not just in foreign versions, but all versions. Surprisingly.
1: I don't know why Cartoon Network
0: had to do that. So, okay, the thing is, Cartoon are, yeah, Cartoon Network and Regular Show are always cutting things that are just like, like, really? You're gonna get all pressed over that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, wow, he said pissed. Ooh, someone called the police. My child just robbed the bank.
0: Okay, so there was this one episode of Caillou that got banned in, um, I think it got banned all over the place, or maybe just in foreign countries. And... Yeah. What happened in the sh- in the episode was that Caillou's baby sister, Rosie, uh, she was just like a newborn baby at that time. She was crying super loud, and Caillou got annoyed. So I, I don't remember this fucking episode, and maybe it did get banned. And when I tell you what happens, you're going to be like, what the hell? So yeah, yeah Rosie's crying. Caillou gets annoyed. So what does he do? He takes a pillow and tries to suffocate Rosie. Oh. Oh my god. I don't...
1: Okay, I think I remember <laughs> hearing about this, but I don't remember exactly. Dude, what the fuck?
0: Bruh, okay, so Why? things like that, that deserves to...
1: <laughs> that deserves to be banned.
0: Yeah, and not only... So it got banned for, of course, that reason, but it also got banned because in the episode, Caillou's parents didn't even punish him at all. Like, any normal parent would go up to their kid and be like, you can't do that. Like you, you're grounded. Like I get. You didn't understand, but you're grounded. No. But what Caillou's parents did was like, Caillou, she's a baby. She just gets riled up sometimes. Like, really? Come on. <laughs> he, Poor you, parenting. Your your older child just tried to kill his baby sister. Like, what the fuck?
1: What? Oh, Why man. was? Oh my god. Now I want to see the clip. Oh my. I'm pretty god. sure you Dude, can actually. You can find actually, it. Yeah. I, you know what, I know what I'm doing after the show. Right.
0: <laughs> so Mordecai's crossing his arms, like we just said, and he's like, you ticked me off. And then Rigby's like, "Ah, dude, no. And then he tries to, like, talk to Mordecai, but Mordecai's just not having it. And then Rigby's like, okay, okay, fine. If I fix it, will you stop being mad at me? And Mordecai's like, maybe. Rigby says, fine, I'll go down to the meat locker and get other hot dogs. Benson will never know, okay? And then Mordecai's like... Fine, you you better fix it
1: though. So the sh- so the scene that we're looking at right now is, uh, outside of the house. So the and the meat or yeah, the meat was it the meat locker or the meat freezer?
0: Yeah, meat locker as they call it.
1: Yeah the yeah okay so the meat locker is underneath, the the house. The thing that like weirds me out is like why is there a meat locker underneath the house? Wouldn't that be like the basement? be there or I mean houses can can be built with to not have basements I don't have a basement you don't have a basement
0: yeah no okay so yeah I had a note about that too um why does the park have a whole ass meat locker with and we're gonna see in a second they have three frozen skinned cows in there
1: wait what oh wait I think I remember oh my god okay we'll we'll get to that when we see it
0: yes really yeah, we're we're going to see in a, in a couple seconds when we hit play again. They have on the left side of the screen there's three frozen hanging cows that are have been like previously skinned. And then overall, this is just a huge meat locker and we're going to see in the scene that as like they walk deeper and deeper into the meat locker and, and as the scene progresses, I just think to myself, "How how big is this this place? It's crazy."
1: I mean, it's cartoon it's cartoon logic, but That's if you're thinking about it like realistically, why would you put a meat locker underneath the place of your employees living there.
0: Yeah, that's true. It wouldn't make more sense for a basement to go there. Um,
1: oh, yeah, I just realized this. Where's the furnace? Or where's, like, the heating and everything?
0: Um, well, we're paused at 252, right? Yes. Is that thing on the right, there's, like, a white little, like, big boiler thing? Is that the
1: heater? Yeah. Wait, I need to get to the
0: shot. That looks like a heater to uh, me. That looks like my heater. Oh, Oh, yeah, kind of does, yeah, maybe that could be it um as for rig- as for Rigby's idea to get hot dogs out of the meat locker, that's honestly a good idea because it's not like Benson or anyone has tasted the premium a hot dog, so they're not gonna like be able to tell the difference, you know
1: well, yeah, but what would you really risk your life because meat locker is normally i at least a place that I work at mm-hmm. It's not a meat locker, but it's similar freezer kind of thing. Like a walk-in. Yeah, like a walk-in freezer. Those yeah. doors are very hard to open, both yeah. in and out. So getting, or theoretically getting locked in a in a freezer is scary.
0: Actually, like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I I had a note. I was originally going to say it when like Mordecai like faints, but I'll just say it now oh. since we're on the topic. Hmm. Meat lockers and just like walk-in freezers scare me to death. You know why? Why? So um, do you know the story of that girl Kanika Jenkins? Remind me. So Kanika Jenkins was I think she was like like a a teenager. I think she was like eighteen or nineteen. Um, she was at the Crown Plaza in Illinois. I believe it was somewhere somewhere like near Chicago. She was at the Crown Plaza at like a party. Uh, Crown Plaza, I believe it's a hotel, and I guess she she got drunk and she wandered into the frozen meat or not. I'm not sure if it's a meat locker, but she wandered into the frozen walk-in freezer, Uh and she got locked in there. And she was like, she was too drunk to like have any like like consciousness of what was going on, and she ended up freezing to death in there.
1: I think I remember this story.
0: Yeah, and there ended up being like this conspiracy about how like she was actually murdered, and like there was like weird security cam footage. But um, actually, I've seen the security cam footage, and let me just say like watching her like like stumble down the hallway all drunk, like knowing that she's just walking into her death sentence is just so haunting. Um, and what makes it even creepier is that my dad is a DJ, right? I think you knew that. Yeah, yeah. My dad was at the Crown Plaza the weekend that it happened, DJing. I'm not sure if it was the bar- the party she was at, but he was there that weekend. That's
1: crazy, and that's scary even more.
0: Yeah, so every single time I have to like walk in my, my walk-in freezer at work, I'm like, okay, so this is just going to be in and out because I hate it so much.
1: Yeah, that's why Like, whenever I go through my freezer... My walk-in freezer, I always, like, ha- or most of the time I have something, like, propped up against the door. Something sturdy enough so it won't close on me.
0: Right.
1: But, uh, what? there was another thing I was going to say. Oh, no. I was, I mean, I get, there's a thing where, like, I always thought about, if you did get locked into a meat or into a freezer, do you think it'll be, like, that one SpongeBob episode where you go into the future or you get frozen in time, and then you you
0: see the future. Um, I don't it, remember it, that. It SpongeBob was like SB. Episode. Really? Well, there was a regular it, show episode that was like that, but I don't know the SpongeBob one.
1: Yeah, it was titled like SB one two nine or something. Yeah, That's I don't where remember. I was, really? Oh my god. Okay, then okay, then I think we should just move on with the episode. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Mordecai and Rigby open up the meat locker. And I see the actual cows that you were talking about.
0: Yeah, so you see the cows.
1: Yeah, so then uh, Rigby goes on ahead looking for the meat while Mordecai opens or holds the door open. Um, Mordecai is freezing and keeps asking Rigby to hurry up. And then Rigby says he he found the hot dogs, but it's up on a shelf. So then they switch. Mordecai walks over to the shelf but doesn't see the hot dogs. But then Rigby then walks over to Mordecai saying oh, shoot, is it right there? Have you checked? Do you think that Rigby made a good choice by putting these ice bags <laughs> propping up the door? Like, like, don't even, I mean, yeah. Yeah, think about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so personally, so yeah, Rigby goes up to Mordecai and says like, oh, I think they're up there, and then Mordecai is like, oh, shouldn't you be holding the door? Then, then we see that he propped open with bags of ice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it obviously doesn't work because the the ice bags like just completely fall off and cl- the door clock like locks and closes. Yeah. Um, which I quick note about that. Uh, I thought that was that. I love that part right there. It's just so funny.
1: It is funny because it's just like that stow shot of uh, Rigby saying, "Oh yeah, don't worry. I put the bags of I put those bags of ice propped up. We'll be fine." Door closes.
0: Yeah. I um mm. I like how he's like check it and then it closes immediately. Uh, it's hilarious and I feel like it's just the kind of stupid humor that we need in the show. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, personally, I think yeah, like Rigby like didn't have any bad intentions and like you you see a bag of ice there and, and I would personally trust the bag of ice to be heavy enough to hold it open. Like this technically like wasn't a hundred percent Rigby's fault. But uh-huh. I could still see why Mordecai would get mad at it. So yeah, I like. I think it was a good idea from Rigby.
1: I mean, for anyone that that's watching, there's two bags of ice propped up on the or watching listening. There's two bags of ice propped up against the door. One bag of ice is flat on flat on the ground. The other one is laying on top of it, like I guess uh, held up almost. Right. Like standing up straight. But uh, when it closes. The one that's laying flat on the ground moves outside, while the one propped up moves inside. Like, realistically, that be- that door should still be open.
0: Yeah, it's sturdy enough if you think of it realistically. Yeah, um, but
1: cartoon, but cartoons.
0: Cartoon logic, yeah. Uh, at, we're paused at three twenty-five, right? Look at Rigby's eyes when it closes.
1: Wait. Yeah. Oh,
0: uh, it widens. Rigby's eyes are, like, popping out of his head, and if you go to uh, 326, mm-hmm. Mordecai's face of anger is priceless. <laughs> it His crooked beak. Yeah, he's so mad. He kinda, I mean, like, how
1: else would you have animated uh, an angry Blue Jay?
0: True, if you really wanted to, like, mask the angriness, like, with his wrinkles and everything, I think that's uh-huh. how you do it. Yeah. So, Mordecai, once again, does the arm crossing thing, but before he could do it, Rigby starts to, he tries to fix it by pulling on the safety latch. He forces it, and it breaks off, and now they're really stuck in there. Um, so, Mordecai and Rigby, while they're trying to, like, bang on the door, crying for help, we cut to Benson, Skips, and um, Pops in the kitchen, just having fun, fun time with the bros. Ah, um, uh, that's going to be us pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so Skips is, I guess they're having like a like a chug fest where Skips is chugging a bunch of different sodas and smashing mm-hmm. or like crushing it on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's supposed to be beer, but they yeah. can't have beer. So it's soda. Um, also, so it's soda. what's stupid, again, is that The part where Skips crushes the can on his forehead is cut in foreign versions, of course it is. Why? Wait, really? This goes back to what I was saying. There are things that deserve to be cut, like Caillou trying to murder his sister, but stuff like this (laughs) does not need to be cut. That does not need to be cut. Well, I mean, to be fair, I don't think Caillou tried to murder his sister. That's a little harsh. (laughs) No, but like, it's a possibility.
1: That's a possibility. (laughs) true but like sk- skips crushing a can over over his head that's a wow you have to ban that Hmm, what is that insinuating no i tried to do that as a kid
0: yeah that's like, probably geez. why i'm dumb i have an empty can next to me and i'm kind of afraid to even try it
1: i mean i can't even do it with like if you uh stand the can up of course it's stand, stood up like an empty can and you kind of press it down with your own bare hands yeah you would need a lot of force just to crush it the way Skips did.
0: Yeah, funny you say that, because that's actually what I, I'm trying to do right now, and I can't get it. See? that? <laughs> not it hard? It's hard, yeah. Uh,
1: By the end of, like, the cutaway of seeing Skips, Pops, and Benson hanging out drinking quote-unquote sodas, uh, uh the last thing we see from those three is Pops, a close-up of Pops making a weird noise. <laughs> And it kind of, and it kind of didn't occur to me until now, but sometimes in every, like every other episode where Pops is in, you can hear him making like that weird kind of (laughs) noise of either nervousness or excitement.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, I just thought that's something to point out.
0: Yeah, true. Oh, and also, Benson seems like he's having a good time, which... Um, yeah, which he never does. Yeah, so I guess it kind of shows that Benson is actually pretty cool, and he's chill when it's not work time, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, that, I think that I think that could be applied to a lot of people, I think myself included.
0: Yeah, and I think it like sets Benson up for other episodes when he's actually cool, you know?
1: Exactly. That's a lot good. more, a lot more to Benson than just being a mean boss.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: So then Mordecai and Rigby here, uh, the are th- pops ben- or pops Benson and skips having fun. Uh, Rigby tries to get their attention by hitting the window of the meat locker with a ham, but then Mordecai's like, "Just give it up, dude. They're not gonna hear us. We're we're dead." And then uh Rigby and uh Mordecai start arguing. About the times where Rigby has said, I'll fix it. But Mordecai keeps coming back at him with uh, all these incidents like the car, the grill, some other birthday parties. So that that's a thing where you you kind of notice or you kind of like start to get a sense of the character Rigby is. He's the type of person to try to fix things, but then always ends up like making it worse.
0: Yeah, I, I can't blame Mordecai for being mad right now
1: exactly that and that just shows that like I mean Rigby's not he he just tries to help that's what that's what I'm getting at,
0: yeah, of course.
1: I mean, if you were in Rigby's position, would you what what would you be like how would you be like?
0: I mean like i I would definitely be trying to help, of course, but I'm more smarter than Rigby. Um, and I wouldn't try to help by s- trying to smash the window with the ham, and I wouldn't... Uh, later on, we see that he's going to... He tries to smash the the AC unit with, like, a, a... Another ham? Yeah, a bat or something, like a ham. So, yeah, yeah, I would try to help, just like Rigby is, but not in, the like, his methods, because he's just being, like... like He's acting out of pocket and stuff like that, you know?
1: I, I think he... I think Rigby is uh, more so acting... Out of instinct, rather than logically, you know.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: Honestly, why didn't why didn't why didn't Mordecai uh stop him and just think of something himself rather than arguing with Rigby about all of his mistakes?
0: Right. Yeah. Or the
1: wasting precious time.
0: Yeah, maybe Mordecai tried to stop him, but Rigby just sprung into action, like, and it was too late by the time Mordecai tried that's to tr-
1: stop. Yeah, that's true. So he does really. So Rigby really does just uh uh, what, base things off of instinct rather than thinking.
0: Yeah, totally. Mordecai is just laying it all out on Rigby, and he's just not even having it. Rigby tries to explain himself, but Mordecai's not letting him talk. Um, again, I would probably be in the same position as as Mordecai. And then, pause, Uh, Mm -hmm. this is the scene that I was talking about before. Rigby, um, as Mordecai, like, walks to the other side of the freezer, he hears Rigby say, Mordecai, I found the thermostat, I could totally fix it, and then just the words, I could totally fix it, Mordecai's like, oh no, that can't be good, <laughs> which is, that, that's hilarious right there. Um, so yeah, he takes a drumstick, and he smashes the thermostat, which is, again, kind of what I was saying. I'd be trying to help just like Rigby is, but not like that, like wait, really.
1: Wait, 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 wait. So let me see, let me see what the thermostat looks like. No, so when Rigby does break the thermostat, why would you break the thermostat? It, shouldn't there be a dial there?
0: Yeah, maybe maybe it's like, no, they they can't be in an age where they have touch screen thermostats and. No, it, no,
1: I know, I know, but like in an industrial in,
0: like meat locker like that, there can't be a touch screen, so there has to be a dial. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Okay. What kind of meat locker is this?
0: It's weird, yeah. Um, it's a
1: weird asme me locker.
0: Yeah, so when Rigby hits it, a bunch of steam comes out of it, or either that's steam or it's, like, cold air again. Um, mm-hmm. And then...
1: Um, I hate, I hate, I hate that. Yeah. Honestly, um, so even in winter times where, like, you can see the cold air kind of, like, breezing, mm-hmm. like, even from your breath. I don't know how that works. Right. Like anyone, who, anyone who's listening in... Does in like science? Please explain to me how or us how that works.
0: After he breaks the thermostat, we could see the thermostat drop to like below zero or zero. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and then Mordecai runs over to him like and like just really starts to yell at him. And yeah, I'm I'm just gonna say this is not a good episode for Rigby because he's actually like he's really messing up and um he
1: is fucking the, hard.
0: Yeah, so this is probably why people liked Mordecai better in earlier seasons.
1: Yeah, the thing I like to say is that um, the the way that the was it the coloring of uh, of when Mordecai and Rigby are in the meat locker, Mm -hmm. like when they're outside, you can tell their their color is sort of darker.
0: It's more compared to the what,
1: yeah, more more of boldness and all that. When they're outside, but when they're inside the meat locker, their color starts to, you know, lighten up. Like, uh, I can definitely tell that, like, Mordecai's skin or his, the blue skin of his has gotten more of, like, almost a baby blue yeah,
0: color, definitely...
1: similar to, like, the was it meat cooler walls. Mm-hmm. Rigby's more of a softer brown. I think that's a good attention to detail that the creators did or that the art team did.
0: Yeah, definitely, because, like, they want to show that they're, like, cold and frozen, so they'd be, like, kind of off-colored.
1: Mm-hmm, and and it also, and also, I just realized this, uh, there's, like, little icicles coming off of both Mordecai and Rigby.
0: Another good detail.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what, I appreciate that this more. Yeah, me too. So then, uh, Mordecai then bursts out at uh, Rigby, saying, like, you can't fix anything. All you do is just mess things up and ruin people's lives. But then Rigby's just saying sorry, but Mordecai is still not having it. He's saying, All you do is get me in trouble, you can't fix anything. But then and then he then says, like, I'm just now gonna die. With uh him with Mordecai now then crossing him crossing his arms, about to die, being pissed at Rigby. And then he then falls over, unconscious, or or even
0: dead. True. He yeah, so Mordecai passes out Personally, like when I think of the episode, like, like story-wise and like everything that happened and like the plot and stuff. Yeah. Personally, like, I feel like there wasn't any like huge, huge reason for Mordecai to pass out. Um, all we got oh. out of it was the that that weird dream of his later on. But yeah. um, I feel like the storyline wouldn't have been any different if they if Mordecai was like still conscious and they found the hot dogs together. Yeah, because like if, no. I mean, yeah, because like in this version right here, Rigby finds the hot dogs himself. But it wouldn't be different if they both did. You know what I mean?
1: I think that if Mordecai and Rigby found the hot dogs, while, or when Mordecai was still conscious and he did find the hot dogs, they'd probably say say the hot dogs were normal, right? Yeah, they'd probably still die, of course. You know, I don't like you. said, I don't think it would change much. Pretty sure Mordecai would still be pissed at him.
0: Yeah, true. Um, also, what's up?
1: Also, I was gonna say, like, I think the reason why Mordecai passes out first and not Rigby is because Mordecai is a bird, so
0: and Rigby's a raccoon.
1: Yeah, exactly. So uh, Rigby has has like that warmth of his to keep him going a little bit longer. As opposed to Mordecai just having feathers.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe, I just thought this right now, maybe okay. they decided that Mordecai would pass out because they really wanted to touch on the fact that Rigby needed to, like, prove himself to Mordecai, that, that he could be, like, that, helpful and stuff.
1: That's a, good point. Yeah, that's that the, a good point.
0: Yeah, that's the only, like, point that I could think of. You yeah.
1: know Good on you, creators, J.G. Quintel. Good good, good on you for thinking like that.
0: Yeah, good job. Um, also, um, we're now at the scene... We're paused at 5.35, right? Yep. Yeah, so we're now at the scene where Rigby is walking around the meat locker and dragging Mordecai behind him. <gasps> Again, this is where my comment comes in of cartoon logic. How big is this meat locker? This is crazy. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, that is... That is true. How big is this meat locker? It's like a maze, almost. Or, like, it's... Yeah, it's almost like the entirety of the house basement.
0: Yeah, because, like, we could see the the lighting getting darker, so we could tell that, like, they're going deep into this place. Mm-hmm. Also, who puts that many boxes down there? That is a ton of boxes. Like, I get that it's f- the meat is frozen, and like, it technically it doesn't spoil, but that is a lot of meat.
1: No, I'm pretty sure if you put something in a freezer and leave it there for like years it's bound to get expired
0: yeah so
1: oh shit wait yeah, speaking sure. of which i have strawberry banana and uh a strawberry banana milkshake in my in my fridge i should probably get that later
0: yeah you should probably finish that up before it expires
1: yeah oh no it's gonna turn <laughs> into a to an evil milkshake that's gonna kill me so then uh rugby drags mordecai through this long ass meat locker trying to find what seems to be like, I guess, a way out, or even something, anything. Uh, So Rigby pushes Mordecai's body over some boxes. He carries them, until suddenly Rigby starts slowing down, uh, talking to himself like a crazy person, even mimicking uh, Mordecai's voice, until he then stumbles upon a box of frozen hot dogs. Finally. Yeah, finally. Which then he un you know, undusts it or whatever it's called, and uh opens a box to reveal some uh really relatively like clean hot dogs. So so one thing I like to say. This is a very typical thing in cartoons or even in movies or anything realistic like that, or media in general. Whenever okay. something of importance like a box, say uh, and the character opens it up, a light glows from it,
0: yeah, that's true who
1: came- who came up with that idea?
0: uh, I don't know, but i I guess like it it does its job of making it dramatic because that's the thing that it, they've been looking for
1: oh yeah, to another thing whenever the person opens up the box it's also it's always like a heavenly noise,
0: yeah, the ho oh, 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 like like the cake in the last episode, you know,
1: yeah, oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And it glow Everything glows. True. And uh, one last thing. if if, uh, if anyone is watching the episode with us, I'm one. I'm so sorry that you had to pause so much. <laughs> Two. Um, if you see the hot dogs, the sh- the first shot we see the hot dogs. Those hot dog, that hot dog package, fits very evenly in in that big ass box.
0: Yeah, that's
1: Yeah. Yeah, so
0: that's
1: like, true. Exactly. But like re, but realistically, the hot dog should be at least like a quarter maybe even or a lot smaller than the box.
0: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So, Rigby um yeah, the hot dogs are talking to Rigby being like, "Can you get us out of here?" and Rigby's like, "Yeah, but you have to do something for me." So, as as Rigby's explaining, we're taken to a montage of what, or a dream of what Mordecai is dreaming right now. He's on a beach, Mordecai is jacked. He has a tons of, like, ton of muscles. And he's with Margaret on this beach. And Margaret, we're really showing her lady pecs.
1: <laughs> what? I knew you were gonna say something about that. I mean, I wrote it down too, but at the same time, I didn't think you would say "lady pecs." I just said "boobs." Okay. Sorry.
0: Yeah. So, um, Margaret is wearing um, sort of like a Little Mermaid aerial like seashell bra or bikini top, rather, mm-hmm. and she has like a like a like a, a Hawaiian skirt, a straw like skirt. Yeah. And they're Margaret is like spin with me, um, and then so uh... they start to spin. And then they do the, oh, Mordecai, oh, Margaret. And then all of a sudden, Rigby pops up in the middle of them as we're spinning as a little hot dog. And then he gets gigantic and says, oh, I'm going to fix it.
1: <laughs> oh, I just, okay, two things. One, one um, I found it funny that uh, Rigby came into the dream sequence as like a little hot dog coming straight from the middle of the screen. Yeah, you you think that could have been like Mordecai getting a boner?
0: Oh, good observation. But <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, funny. no, I'm
1: too, I'm too tired for I'm tired for this. But it's just weird thoughts.
0: That's funny. I could also th-
1: that. yeah. Also another thing. Uh, have you seen any girl like wear bikini tops like that?
0: Like, like seashells. Like the-
1: like, seashells with, like, straps, I guess straps, attached to them.
0: Well, I mean, I I did a little mermaid, and I when I was Sebastian, I had to do a lot of scenes with Ariel, but, like, her costume, it had, like, the, the seashell bra, but it was, like, designed in a way where, like, you couldn't see, like, any of her bare skin, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, of if, course. If you're talking real, like real, yeah, like, a girl actually real. wearing a seashell, a seashell bra, no, I've never seen that before.
1: Didn't you wear coconuts in what at one point?
0: Oh, that was uh, that was for Joseph. Joseph in the Amazing Technical Dream Code. I wore a coconut bra.
1: Do you still have that
0: bra? Uh, no, I um, because that was a prop that uh, belonged to the school. I did sign, I did sign the inside to like, cause I I had to wear that coconut bra for two different productions, and it kind of became like my yes. my ongoing thing at the theater program. So I signed it when I left. What the fu- Okay.
1: <laughs> theater is a weird place sometimes. It, it is.
0: Like, I've kind of stepped away from the theater scene ever since starting college. It's a weird place. Well,
1: you know what? A little bit about me. I did want to do theater in high school. The only thing was, I did not like the choices that they've made.
0: What do you mean, like, choices? I didn't,
1: like, I didn't like the plays that they were putting out. It did not appeal to me.
0: That's fair. Okay, because, well, junior year our play was amazing. It was Peter and the Starcatcher, and we made Theater Fest with it. it. Nope. Never knew. It was... Yeah, I mean, like, no one really knew what the play was going into it, which is, like, the case for, like, a lot of them. But it was, like, the best play that the the school has ever done. It was the first play that ever made Theater Fest. So if you don't know what Theater Fest is, it's basically, like, going to state, but for theater. Um,
1: Wait, so you guys had to perform it?
0: Yeah, so think of, like, let's say that, like, a... like a football star makes state for football and then he goes and he like gets sent Mm -hmm. off to like the play. That's, that's what it is for theater. We got to perform. Um, well I, I wasn't there because I I didn't go to theater for us that year, but so yeah, Mm. the school got featured and then, um, we were able to perform the show at like one more time at the, or not one more time. We, we, they had like a bunch of different shows that weekend and it was like a huge deal and stuff. Um, but that your point about, the show is not appealing to you is super fair because Peter and the Star Catcher was an amazing show and then the year after that we did Pride and Prejudice which was a terrible ass fucking show fuck Pride I, and Prejudice <laughs> we had the pride but not Oh no we had the fucking prejudice but where is the pride See, wait wait did they
1: wait what did they allow all grades to participate in theater or yeah. was it specific oh, really
0: yeah yeah freshman to senior
1: what, what was freshman year, if you remember?
0: Um, well, I only joined theater um, my sophomore year. Freshman year, I believe, oh gosh. It was, oh yeah, I know what it is. Freshman year, the play, the productions were, the play, so we, in our school, we do plays in the fall and then musicals in the spring. So, taking you through every year. Yeah, go Fresh, Yeah, freshman year, it was the 39 steps and then anything goes. Okay. sophomore year, it was A Christmas Carol, and then Little Mermaid.
1: Okay, so I would have joined then, because those two I actually kind of enjoy.
0: Yeah, Little Mermaid was my first show uh, that I did. Not when I, I was Sebastian, I was the sailor then. Yeah. Um, and then, junior year, we did Peter and the Starcatcher, right? And then Into the Woods, mm-hmm. which, like, Into the Woods was a good show, but I enjoyed it too much, maybe because I had a small-ass role, but... Um, I
1: remember they... they Fucking advertise the shit out of Into the Woods.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, that's all I could say about that, really. I ain't have much time. <laughs> yeah, yeah you do know doing right. It. Um, and then senior year, we did Pride and Prejudice, like I said, the worst fucking show ever. It was a depressing time for everyone. Like, oh. yeah, that, I don't even freaking, that was a dark ass time in my life. Um, let, let, let's not
1: get into that. Yeah, and
0: then we finished it off with Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, My Baby. That I what? oh yeah that was me. your last one that was my last high school show yeah and it was I'm my it was my first like lead role in a musical that I Aww. had to solo in dude
1: idea. wait d- did your mom record it yeah they record every single show
0: yeah, I'll fucking I'll watch it if you want to watch it you're gonna have to watch it without me because I
1: no 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 come on man you, you
0: no no on, no man. no no because P- uh, or Joseph is a show that like I get so freaking nostalgic over Th- this. This is a whole other topic. Like, I need to freaking, like, let go of, like, specifically that time in my life. Joseph was a, just an amazing time. Um well, So when I listen to the soundtrack, I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I missed that. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty
1: sure, like, the year after that, they did Twilight Zone and something else. They did
0: Twilight Zone and then All Shook Up, the one that Ethan was in. Oh, wait, hold still on. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> wait, we are rambling way, way too much. We are. Okay, so we, we should probably try to finish this up.
1: Okay. We should probably finish this up, alright, right? Ready? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, uh,
0: so the thing about podcasts is, like, like, yeah, we're supposed to get into these good conversations, we're kind of getting way too deep. <laughs> sorry, sorry about did, that.
1: How did, how did, how did we get here?
0: I have, how did, how did we, get we get here? here? Okay, let's <laughs> fuck talk. I don't even know whose turn it is to explain the scene.
1: I'll, I'll talk, I'll talk. So then Mordecai wakes up from his dreams, seeing, uh, Rigby shake hands with the, with the hot dog leader, who looks ugly as fuck. Mordecai is then confused as to what is going on. Rigby, having twitchy eyes, saying, oh, they're going to help us. Then the hot dog leader steps forth and says, oh, we will, we will help you if you agree to take us to a barbecue where we will be eaten. Mordecai is all questioning, like, eaten? And then the hot dog leader is like, yes, it is our destiny to be eaten. And then Mordecai is just all sussed about this. And then Mordecai then says, like, Benson will we'll know, like, these aren't the hot dogs. But then Rigby then promises like, "Oh no, don't worry, it'll be fine." So he shakes the hot dog leader's hand, thus telling everyone else, and then pulling up a a cooler portal to the outside world. So cartoon logic, out of all things, why a cooler?
0: Maybe because it's like a like a barbecue cookout.
1: True, but I mean Rigby can fit in it. Yeah, true. And of course Mort- and of course Mordecai can crawl through it, but. Still, like, in the next scene that we see, um, we can just jump to, I guess, 747.
0: 747,
1: okay. Yeah. So it shows, like, the cooler rising up from the ground, showing that it's, you know, it's, uh... was it? The top is facing the sky. But back when they were in the meat locker, the cooler was, like, vertical. Good point. This is all just, like... Technical, and was it continuity kind of thing?
0: True. Yeah. Wouldn't,
1: wouldn't the cooler be vertical as well when it's outside?
0: Yeah, I mean, cause like Rigby like like he leans and knocks head. it over anyways. Yeah.
1: How the fuck? Okay. Everything. everything's just confusing to me. Yeah. At this point.
0: So Rigby pops out and he sees that no one's there. So he tells Mordecai like, "Dude, they're not here yet. We still have time." So they come out. The hot dogs come out, and then, conveniently, of course, the three other characters come out just in time. And then Mordecai's like, dude, this better work, and Rigby has all the hot dogs lined up. Um, Pop, Skips, and Benson get to the cookout, and Benson's, like, super excited. He's like, oh, this is going to be the best barbecue ever. And then the hot dogs start to attack Benson, and he's like, what the hell heck are those? Not hell, heck. Pause. (laughs)
1: See, wouldn't this scare... Or wouldn't this, like, instantly freak you out if you just saw a bunch of hot dogs pop out from a, a tray?
0: Yeah, I mean, because, like, they're they're miniature and vicious. That would scare me.
1: Do you think, with the amount of hot dogs that were presented on that tray, do you think you'll be able to fight them off?
0: Um, if, if I had hot dogs, like, crawling all over my back, I'd probably just, like, like shake them off, and that w- I'm assuming that would probably be enough. And, I mean... They're hot dogs. I would just stomp on them. I don't know why they didn't choose to do that.
1: So here's here's one next. Would you fight a hundred mini hot dogs or fight one giant hot dog?
0: Probably just a uh, hundred mini ones.
1: Hmm. hmm fair enough. Oh, no, okay, okay. I was about to get way off topic again. Oh, no, we
0: can't. No, we can't. It's good to go into conversations and podcasts, but not super... Not like this. We
1: are an hour and seven minutes in. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, anyways. So these hot dogs are revealed to be cannibalistic hot dogs, as we can see them biting Skips' back and then carrying Mordecai Benson, Pops, and Skips to wherever. Uh, the hot dog leader then explains that, hey, you're a fool, Rigby. We don't want to, we didn't want to be eaten. We want to eat you. Rigby then questions, like, what about the prophecy? The hot dog leader's like, there was no prophecy. We just want revenge on everyone who who keeps using hot dogs
0: as barbecue food. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> um, and then he says, like, and now you'll join your friends awaiting a similar fate. And then we're, pause, we're cut yep. to... We're cut to um, a shot of Benson, Pops, Skips, and Mordecai inside of a giant Ziploc bag filled with a marinating sauce. Um, and then the hot, uh, Rigby asks the hot dog leader, like, what are you going to do to them? He's like, we're, we're marinating them, of course. So in the scene where we were shown the, the Ziploc bag and the, the camera pans across the characters, we see all the characters inside of the marinating bag. For whatever reason, Skips, I think you know what I'm going to say. Benson, Skips, and Pops are just floating in the bag, but Mordecai is struggling like he can't swim or something.
1: (laughs) I think it's because he's a bird. I don't know why. I keep going back to Mordecai being a bird and logically... You don't see birds swimming. Well, well, I mean... mean, Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Well, hold
0: on. on. I I had a note about him being a bird. I thought that maybe... Like, it's funny that he was struggling, and you would think that he'd be the one that's most afloat because he's a bird. Because, like, birds can, like, kind of, like, float on water, you know, like ducks. Yeah, but
1: I don't think some birds, like, blue jays could ever swim.
0: Oh, yeah, true. I've always seen, like, ducks and geese swim, but I haven't seen, like, like, flying birds. Or, I mean, you know, like, tree birds go on water. Oh, my
1: God, imagine a hawk swimming.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I haven't so you seen can't, like, so you those can't kind do of that.
1: Like swim. Uh, so then we see everyone struggling in the marinating bag, and then uh, you already explained that the hot dog leader and everyone there is going to marinate them to eat them. So then Rigby's left to defend himself. He throws uh, ketchup bottles, mustard bottles, and even a bucket, which a hot dog just punches through. True. Rigby is trapped with. Rigby is somehow trapped against a tree with like three different ways to escape <laughs> from them. Uh, Rigby squirts one of them with mustard, which turns uh the hot dogs against each other. Wait, hold on, pause this. Okay, so I thought it was funny that Rigby uses a mustard bottle t- against the hot dogs, which uh makes the hot dogs like turn on each other because. Um, the hot dog smelled the squirted, ha, that sounds funny, (laughs) sound, uh, they smelled the mustard-stained hot dog, and they start, and two of them bite into him, and funny, funny thing, if you were paying attention, the person that says, oh, this stuff is delicious, that's actually J.G. Quintel himself.
0: Oh, this stuff's delicious! I caught on to that, yeah, when he says, oh, this stuff's delicious, you could totally tell that it's J.G. Quintel.
1: Exactly. Like, I think his voice is more s- distinctual, or him and Mark Hamill's voice is more distinct, uh, distinctual when it comes to, like, uh, extra voice acting. Yeah. Or extra voice work.
0: Yeah, typically, just like. Yeah, you'd be able to tell whenever it's, you J.J. Know, Quintel and Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, uh, for example, like, the last episode in Free Cake where Mark and Rigby went to a. a to, like, a wedding or something. The. Was it the dude up the, front?
0: The bouncer, yeah.
1: Yeah, the bouncer, I guess. The bouncer, that was Mark Hamill's voice. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned that last time, but I'm not too sure.
0: In the next, like, two minutes or whatever, we're basically just taken through a scene where the hot dogs are going on a frenzy just eating each other. Rigby, uh, yeah, Rigby's oh. pouring mustard all over everyone, and then, uh, sure enough, he pours it on the leader guy, and then he gets eaten. And then we're at the boss. We're shown a hot dog that's like eating another hot dog. So, or so we think. But then the camera pans out. And then we find that he's actually eating himself in a little circle. And then he just like implodes and disappears. disappears. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, that that's what I always thought would happen if you ate yourself.
0: Oh, that's so weird that you just disappear. Yeah.
1: Exactly but like where would the food go? Yeah, if it's... you kept eating. See, that's a lot of like logic that I don't think anyone wants to get into.
0: Mhm. Yeah, it it makes for a funny scene in the show. Also, we've talked a lot about certain scenes or yeah, like certain scenes being changed or deleted in foreign episodes or foreign countries. Mhm. This episode was banned in Spain specifically just Spain. Why? It, it was j- like not it, like nothing was cut out. It was just banned altogether. because Why
1: Spain? Yeah,
0: it was banned in Spain because of the cannibalism in the scene.
1: Okay. Even what? though
0: they're fucking hot dogs, they're hot dogs. Come on.
1: Okay. Okay, but like I can see where Spain is coming from. The ke- uh, the I almost say ketchup. Uh, the mustard makes it look like blood stains.
0: I mean, well, ketchup would have looked more like blood stains.
1: But still, like you can you can kind of guess that the mustard is kind of insinuating that like oh wait the hot dogs killing each other that's blood.
0: Uh yeah, I, I get I get that. That's true. But still, that's
1: su- in, in the end, it's super unnecessary. It's hot dogs killing each other. Yeah, maybe it's not
0: humans killing yeah, each true. other. Yeah, <laughs> true. Maybe the creators decided to go with mustard instead of ketchup because maybe ketchup would have looked too gory.
1: Oh, yeah, true. Honestly, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good choice, then.
1: Yeah, smart move, but yeah. still. Um, me, personally, don't like mustard on my hot dog.
0: I, I See, I prefer a Chicago dog where you don't even put ketchup on it. You put tomatoes.
1: I, hey, don't hate me, but every time... Uh, if you go to Portillo's, I normally... If we ever go to Portillo's, uh, I normally get a hot dog with just ketchup on it.
0: What? You ask for a ketchup hot <laughs> dog at a place like Portillo's, the Illinois... Hot spot for hot dogs.
1: I've tried Chicago style hot dogs. It's good, but something just about a plain hot dog with ketchup on it, with a milkshake and fries, just hits somewhere different. Okay,
0: I could, yeah, it's good, yes, but Chicago dogs, man.
1: Okay, if I'm like really hungry, I'll get those. Right? Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. Alright,
0: anyways, uh, where are we at right now? Uh, 10.02. why don't you finish it off?
1: I will. So then we cut to the aftermath where uh, Benson skips Mordecai and Benson climb out of the bag. Skips. Benson, or skips, yeah. Where they're, uh, fuck, now I lost my train of thought. Where Benson asks Rigby, like, what happened here? But then Rigby quickly sees the Benson's package hot dogs and then quickly points the finger at Benson, saying, oh, it's all Benson's fault. He's the one that bought the hot dogs. Uh, Pops and skips are like, oh, yeah, he did. Mordecai piggy's back off of them saying, like, oh, yeah, Benson did buy the hot dogs. Benson is then in disbelief, saying, like, I don't know what happened. And then Rigby's like, wow, so now the barbecue is ruined because of Benson. Benson quickly goes over to Rigby, saying, like, hey, I- I'll give you this 20. Just go out to get more hot dogs. Make sure they're
0: regular. That's so funny. I Yeah. Honestly, like, Rigby, like, really came in clutch there. After, like, a whole, the whole episode of him just screwing up, he, he did prove himself.
1: Which that is, that was big that was yeah, big brain yeah. of him.
0: And like yeah that like that's the whole point of the episode like Rigby messes up but then redeems himself at the end. So I would say it's a it's like a good arc and it's a good setup and it's a good resolution.
1: I think that was a I, like I said that was a big big brain move of Rigby. I still can't get over that. That's really good.
0: Yeah, I mean this episode like storyline wise is way better than the last two. Like I feel like it's oh, actually lengthy. Mm-hmm.
1: It felt lengthy.
0: Yeah, and it has layers to it, you know, and more stuff's happening.
1: Well, you know what we could do? Lunchtime? We could go to lunchtime and talk about the
0: episode. Lunchtime! Lunchtime!
1: I am hungry. Are you, Jason?
0: Um, I actually had pizza rolls just as we started this call, and I was finishing my last one when we started recording.
1: Okay, that was not the. You know what? No, I'm hungry. Great. Thanks. <laughs> okay,
0: well we're gonna we're gonna finish lunchtime, and then you could go eat.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, if you don't know what lunchtime is, l- uh, listen back to our older stuff. You'll get what it is. But uh, lunchtime, we just basically talk about stuff about the episode. So, and we usually started off by asking who the protagonist
0: was, um the protagonist of this episode was Rigby,
1: I say Rigby too, yeah, um, for for obvious reasons,
0: yeah, Mordecai was like there too, but he was more of a supporting character
1: oh, yeah, he uh, him, Benson, skips, Pops were all just sitting back. The antagonist is well, I obviously said the hot dogs,
0: yeah, it's the hot dogs. who else would it be?
1: uh, the Huh. <laughs> No, actually no Benson.
0: Uh I mean yeah, Benson was like mad, like and I he had the right to be mad because he was like, What the hell happened to these hot dogs? Um
1: I actually know, you can even argue Mordecai being the antagonist at some points.
0: Yeah, well I mean Mordecai was also mad for the same reason too.
1: Yeah, but eh. End yeah. of the line or bottom of the line, hot dogs. Hot dogs. Argument. Yes. Uh, any O's or H's in this episode?
0: Zero for both of them.
1: You know what? I I think we said that for the last episode where we thought there were zero hmms or O's. No, this one actually proves that there are no humps or O's.
0: Yeah, this this is actually zero. So that leaves us remaining with thirteen O's and two H's in the show so far.
1: Wow, we're only on episode six and there's thirteen. <laughs>
0: Most of them came from Just Set Up the Chairs. That's true. Dude,
1: that's, that was tiring to hear. No offense. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to count, I mean. To count. True, yeah. Uh, any adult jokes that you heard?
0: Um, not heard, but I wrote down Margaret's cleavage.
1: I'll count that.
0: Yeah, because like, it's, so, like, it's so like It's out there. Ambiguous. It's in your face. Yeah, you know?
1: Oh, wait. Could we? Do you think we should add in Rigby's or Mordecai? No, no, never mind. I was going to say during that dream sequence.
0: The hot dog Rigby thing?
1: Pop- yeah, the hot dog thing. I was going to say that, but I'm like, nah, nah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Maybe, nah. Uh, iconic regular show moments.
0: Did you have any? Because I have one.
1: I have one. It's the piss me off one. Yeah,
0: the you pissed me off. Piss- it's so classic.
1: It, it's still funny to me. Like, even <laughs> rewatching the thing, I'm like, yes, he's doing the thing.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> I love it.
1: Uh, any songs to mention?
0: No songs in this episode.
1: No songs, indeed. So our final two ones, which kind of coincide with each other, the memorability scale, and whether the episode was good or bad.
0: Um, I not, think I, what, Go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, like, me personally, when I first saw the title, and the and as the episode kind of went on, I'm like, oh, now I remember. So like it, I think it kind of. It is very memorable, in in my opinion.
0: Yeah, me too. What number, like rating, would you give it?
1: Uh, five. Actually, I was gonna give it a four, but I'm like, no, I I I think a five.
0: Okay. Great. All right, that's that's fair. Uh, I give it a four personally.
1: Hmm. What what what's with the minus one?
0: Uh, I mean, not for any particular reason. Um, only because um. I feel like when I think back to season one, I would think, immediately think of The Power and Morde- Mordecai and the Rigby's. There has to be, like, some, like, god-tier, god-tier episodes, and then after you get around, like, the, the four range, and then I feel like Nietzsche Maker would be there.
1: Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. So, ov- so overall, you thought this was a good episode?
0: I thought this was a good episode. Who
1: I also thought it was a good episode. Oh, yeah. Whoa! It, I think it's because a uh, regular show is mostly known for it's like weird, uh, weird kind of formula where it's think think of the Power Rangers, right? Mm-hmm. You have you have your basic issue at the beginning and then there's like this monster of the week or whatever, and then it gets resolved in the end.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. So it that's that's regular. That's basically regular shows formula. And that's what works. Yeah. Unlike, unlike what, Punchies, where there wasn't some sort of, like, cosmic or weird power that Mordecai and Rigby had to overcome.
0: Yeah, it's true. It was just, like, them like, two.
1: Exactly. So, mm-hmm. having that extra person there was, kind of helps the show be better.
0: Yeah, um, I feel like Meet Your Maker, in, like, specifically this episode, this is the kind of episode where, like, the older sister would walk in. To like inside of the family room to see her little brother watching TV, and then she looks at what is what he's watching, and she's like, "What the hell is this?" And she sees just a bunch of mini hot dogs attacking them. I feel like that's the like that just sums it up perfectly. Like what what the hell is my little brother watching? That's this episode right here. Exactly.
1: I think that if you if that happens in your life, then your show is doing something right. Yes. With that being done, the episode done, lunch, ta- lunch time lunch time is done. I am hungry. Uh I guess we'll just close off this episode. Yeah. All so, right. So So thank you everyone for listening. Uh also thank you again for our Twitter fo- our new Twitter followers including especially uh, William
0: Yes. Well, I can't
1: pronounce his last name.
0: Yeah, Saliers, I, I believe it's pronounced Saliers. I apologize if I got it wrong.
1: It, yeah, yeah, that's why I don't even want to attempt the it. The
0: one and only Rigby
1: knows yep. our show. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Oh, wait, before we go, I've always said something to close off the thing. Jason, do you have anything for the audience?
0: Um, me personally, not really. I, I got everything I wanted to say.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, like, hot dogs are evil and you should watch out what you buy online. That's also true. Exactly. Okay, anyways, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next
0: time. See you guys later.